Have I mentioned Rick Beato before? I believe I have. He's a guy on um, YouTube. He's in his 50s. Uh, he has been in a lot of bands. He was a pretty successful uh, music uh, producer. And now he has his YouTube channel. I think he has a million followers now. And uh, he deserves a million followers. He's a wonderful guy. It's B-E-A-T-O. First name, Rick. Um, he has a number of, of, of series. Uh, one of them is, makes this song great. And uh, he breaks down popular songs. And it's, just, it's wonderful because he, he gets their uh, isolated tracks and stuff like that. And we'll say, look, listen to what's happening here, what's happening there. Uh, it's always about the music. It's not, um, he doesn't get into the lyrics very much. Um, in fact, I'm trying to think if he does at all. I can't remember. But it, but uh, also he does a lot of music theory. Um, but, uh, you know, for, for a non-musician, uh, just what makes this song great. Uh, and, he, and anyway, it, it would it'd be worth uh, tracking him down on YouTube. Um, but um, he had one the other day about... Um, Oh, I can't even remember what the subject was, but songwriting came up. And he said, every song you've ever heard starts with uh, somebody playing chords and humming a melody over it. And uh, that is a broad generalization, because I can tell you, um, that is not how I write songs. Ever. Um With me, it there somehow something happens, and I get a lyric, a chord progression, and a melody uh, almost all at once. Often it'll start with the I'll I'll be banging around with the chord progression, and then I'll get something. Um, but the but they, the melody and the words go hand in hand for with me. Um, I'd say, you know, ninety ninety five percent of the time. And um, once I get either a, a chorus or a verse, then I then I have to get the other. And when I say get. I mean get. Um, it's a process of trying things out and discarding, trying, discarding. It, it's, I find it can be excruciating. But I remember, I mean, then after so much time, something will just pop out and you'll go, where did that come from? Because all of a sudden you, you play chords and you sing a sing the part and the words, and they all came out at once. And uh, it just blows my mind. But you know, I, I know it's right. It's incredible. And it's just so bizarre. Um, I'm sure I've talked about it before, the book Songwriters on Song... I have, yeah, Songwriters on Songwriting. You know, every one of them says they channel the songs. They come from somewhere else, and they do. So... Yeah, I um, 
Now, at a certain point, yeah, there is craft. Like, uh, and you've and you got to figure out what to do because what the demands of the song. But you've already made the commitments. I think Wordsworth talked about that, about how a poem is a series of commitments, you know, meter, tone, rhyming uh, structure, you know, and all that. And, uh, and so, as is a song. Uh, it's a series of commitments, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, like like the most recent song I I wrote, "Baby Knows," which I love. It's a little short thing, you know. I got the I got the um, now, this is a good case one. I got the first verse and the chorus, like like almost just sitting there, and I got half the second verse. You know, it just all came together, and but it took me forever to finish the song because I had the melody, and once I got the and I had then I had to figure out what the story was. That was the hard part. What's the story of the song? Who's baby? What's my relationship to baby? What does baby think of me? What you know? And um, it was all you know because of what I committed to in the first verse, and I actually ended up. I th- I'm sure I talked about this before as well. Sitting out with my friend um, Rachel Efron, who's an incredible songwriting coach, and she just asked me questions. It was like therapy. Okay, who's baby? What's your relationship to baby? Are you, you know, are you in love? Is does she love you back? And you know, I can't remember the the thing. But 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 after you know, very quickly, we nailed the story. She helped me nail the story because it was I it was in there. I just didn't know what it was. And, but even then. I had the three, pretty much got the three verses, other two verses pretty quickly. I had to do the bridge. Well, okay. Um, excuse me. I got to sneeze. Ah, excuse me. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, bridge. So I try to do what the Beatles do did with their bridges. If the song is in a major key, you make the bridge in a minor key. If the song is in a minor key, you make the bridge in a major key. So then I had to figure that out, you know. Okay, so I'm going to go to the minor. So, um, you know, it's the song is in D, so the bridge, D minor, G7. Anyway, and then modulate supplement. But but anyway, so there that's where craft comes in. All you know, there is an element of craft, but without exception, I, I'm trying to think of different songs that were. Yeah, I think you know, I just yeah, pretty much the I get the words and the melody at the same time. It for each bit. And then, then the hard part is just finishing, filling out everything like that. So, um, but I'm sure Rick Beato is right that most people, you know, they get a chord progression, they hum a melody, and and then later they go, you know, fill it in. Like you know, yesterday by Paul McCartney was scrambled eggs. You know, that was that was the name of the song till he came up with yesterday. Um, this is Knox, riding the wild bubble with you forever. <laughs> 